0: If you love where you live and love to help travelers, sign up now to be a Circa Concierge. Help out our users and earn tips for the knowledge you have about your own city or country. Head over to circatravel.com forward slash concierge and sign up today.
1: Welcome to Circa In this episode, we will be listing a lot of places, people, and incredible things in the capital city of Costa Rica, San Jose. We're going to give you a lot of information, but don't worry. There will be maps, notes, and info on the places mentioned here in the Circa app. So, whether you're landing here and looking for a few local secrets, or you would just like to learn all about the city we call Chepe, you're in the right place. This is what we do. So just sit back, put your headphones on, and enjoy the drive. Let's go to the Costa Rican capital. Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. Welcome to San Jose, the country's capital. Almost every single person who touches down in this wild country will do so here. Located in the lush Central Valley in the province of San Jose, 3,800 feet above sea level, this is the largest and most populated city in the country, an urban playground surrounded by mountain ranges, volcanoes, and rolling hills of rich fertile farmland. Founded in 1736, the city of San Jose wasn't as popular as neighboring Cartago for a number of reasons including the area's lack of accessible water. Even after water pipes were constructed, San Jose had trouble drawing in settlers. That changed in 1823 when Costa Rica gained its independence and San Jose became the capital city. The fertile hills of the city and its surrounding areas led to a boom in coffee plantations and production in the 1840s. It was this boom that literally paved the roads to a richer, more modern San Jose. Don't worry, we'll be taking a little caffeinated tour around some of the best coffee farms a bit later on this episode. Downtown San Jose actually isn't top of many people's lists of places to visit in Costa Rica. I mean, even a lot of the people who actually live and work in San Jose wouldn't say it was their favorite either. But bear with me, because I'm going to give you plenty of reasons to think differently. San Jose is a tiny city. But still, bustling with thousands of picos and ticas, our affectionate nickname for locals, going about their daily business. It's also crammed in with thousands more expats and tourists all living or transiting through the central Costa Rican hub. When you're walking through downtown, the people seem cold. Nobody looks at you. But don't take it personally. We're actually all looking at the ground. Not in a melancholic way. It's more because the roads and sidewalks are filled with cracks and potholes, and one false move could have you falling in headfirst. From the city streets to the gravel roads and the jungle paths, the terrain throughout Costa Rica is probably more dangerous than its ocean currents or poisonous animals combined. There is a lot of traffic, a lot of people, and a lot of great buildings that can give you a feeling of overwhelming anonymity. But if you look a little closer, that's where the charm lies. There is color hiding amidst all the gray. And that's what I want to show you. I want to take you on an intimate exploration through downtown San Jose, or Chepe, as we call it. The Chepe people know and love the Chepe I call home. Whether you like to spend your days soaking up a little culture and history in San Jose Centro basking in the sunshine at Parques Nacional, Central, and La Sabana Metropolitan, or visiting the many food markets and beer gardens in Barrio Escalante and San Pedro, all while admiring the city's impressive street art. We've got you covered. When the sun goes down, Chippe lights up. Whatever your scene and music tastes, downtown has something to tickle your fancy. Rocker? No problem. We got you. Electro? We got you. Live music, jazz, karaoke, LGBTQ, consider it done. Join me to discover San Jose through a local's eyes, as we call it, Chepelandia. Getting around the city. The mountains and greenery of the distant backdrop is in stark contrast to the highways, buildings and masses of cars and buses driving within the city center. It can seem very chaotic at first, but don't worry, you'll get used to it. The best way to explore San Jose and the outer suburbs is by bus or taxi, downtown, You'll find buses on every street and avenue waiting to take you to the surrounding neighborhoods and most cost less than a dollar. All the buses are clearly marked with their final destination on the front and leave every 15 to 20 minutes, so you're never left waiting too long for the next one. Don't board the bus before checking that it's the right one. There are sensors that count the passengers and drivers can get very grumpy if you mistakenly board the wrong bus. Also, don't be afraid to hail your bus down. There are a lot of lines with unmarked stops, and most are happy to pick up passengers at any point along their route. Yes, it's a little renegade, but this is Costa Rica. You'll soon get into the swing of it. If all that feels a little overwhelming, you can always opt for an Uber. It's a much less stressful way of getting around the city, and they're surprisingly cheap. In fact, they're cheaper than regular taxis. Taxis, Ubers, and buses are perfect for going anywhere out of town, but for downtown San Jose, the best way to do it is by foot. The city is a grid, with Calle Central and Avenida Central being the center and all other streets and avenues running off them. The calles run from north to south, and the avenues from east to west. Once you get the hang of the system of calles versus avenidas, it's almost impossible to get lost. So... Let's begin smack bang in the middle on Avenida Central. Avenida Central. Eight blocks of pedestrian sidewalks lined with department stores, restaurants, cafes, street vendors selling everything and anything, artisans selling handmade jewelry and other unique items. It is buzzing with people all day. Every day. At least every couple blocks, you'll find yourself listening to local and international musicians and street buskers playing an assortment of music. The music of Costa Rica is heavily influenced by the indigenous pre-Columbian and Afro-Caribbean cultures. The traditional folk music is kept very much alive in the Guanacaste region on the Pacific coast. Cumbian rhythm played on the marimba, a percussion instrument similar to the xylophone, and the carraca, which literally translates to rattle. If you want to imagine the sound it makes, it helps to know that the word carraca is an onomatopoeic word. It's spelt how it sounds. The Caribbean side brings its own vibe with calypso and reggae rhythms. And, of course, pretty much every kid in Costa Rica comes out of the wombs dancing to salsa, bachata, and merengue. Music is everywhere. Traigame, traigame la the National Museum of Costa Rica marks the unofficial beginning or ending of Avenida Central. Located inside a fortress that was used as barracks in the Civil War in 1948, which saw San Jose become the capital of Costa Rica, bullet holes are still visible in the walls outside. You can walk through Plaza de la Cultura, a popular spot for friends, young lovers, and tour groups, and there's a good chance you'll stumble on a demonstration or cultural celebration of some kind. Sitting underneath the plaza is the Pre-Columbian Gold Museum which shows over 600 pieces that date from 300 B.C. to 1550 A.D. That, along with a jade museum, are preserving the history and culture of Mesoamerican Costa Rica, giving you an insight on the beliefs and way of life of the many tribes that existed before 1502. Further up, and you'll see the fountain and clock tower with its army of pigeons waiting for their next meal. It's commonplace to see people hand-feeding them, but be cautious where you step. These pigeons are brazen and will not move out of your way. This is their hood. Every day here, there will always be someone new, singing and playing their heart out. This avenue has an electric vibe. Scattered along the avenues are street buskers of all ages and backgrounds. On any given day, you can hear a family band with members spanning three generations playing Costa Rican folk music. Abuelo the marimba, dad on guitar, and daughter on percussion. Let's not forget tío anda carreca. The next block down, some university kids have formed a brass band and are playing fusion of New Orleans jazz with a Latin twist. A crowd has gathered and some people have begun to dance. Another block over, and there is a toothless old man, strumming a two-string guitar, blowing on the harmonica and singing words you can't really make out of, but for some reason it gives you all the feels. A life-size statue of a bull named La Huaca de Marito marks the place where Marito Mortadella, a busker and local celebrity, used to play on the avenue. A mural of him is painted on the bull in honor of him passing in 2021. Walk past flower stalls, pay your respects to La Chola de la Avenida, a local sculptor's tribute to the women and mothers of Costa Rica. Admire the larger-than-life art installations that decorate the avenue, showcasing local talent and giving you a little insight into Costa Rica's past and present. You know you've reached Mercado Central by its standout terracotta entrance a labyrinth of sights, smells, and sounds with over 200 stalls selling meats, fish, spices, produce from around Central and South America, tobacco, coffee, toys, clothes, you name it. It's super cheap, but it can be a little overwhelming. This is one place you can and probably will get lost, but that's okay, it's part of the experience. Try some of the local cuisine being offered as you search for the way out. A favorite dish in San Jose is chifrijo, chi from chicharrón meaning pork rind and frijo taken from frijoles, beans, a bowl of rice, beans and pork rinds topped with pico de gallo, a tomato based salsa, avocado and tortilla chips. It is Costa Rican comfort food that was originally served in dive bars and clubs. Today, it has now become a regular menu item in a lot of restaurants and diners too. Caldosas are another typical Tico street food. Open a small pack of corn chips, spoon in some fish ceviche with extra juice, choose your condiments and voila, you have yourself a caldosa. Really simple, but delicious. eating out in Chepe. Speaking of places where local ticos and especially the cool kids love to hang out, let's take a little look into the city's best hotspots for alfresco eating, drinking, and general outdoor merriment. Luckily, the city has no shortage of places to switch off and have fun outside. And San Jose does this in a typical tico style. Head north on Avenida Central, and you're walking through three barrios of restaurants, bars, mini breweries, and clubs. La California, Barrio Escalante, and San Pedro. Zigzag your way through the streets of these three neighborhoods. It's the best way to find some of the city's greatest and most hidden beer gardens, as well as some fantastic lesser-known bars and restaurants. Let's head first to Barrio Escalante, a pleasant 10-minute walk from Parque Nacional. This hip neighborhood is where you're bound to have all your senses stimulated. The breeze carries sweet fragrance of ilang-ilang, mixed with the aroma of delicious foods wafting out from restaurants that tickle the taste buds. The walk from Avenida Central to Barrio Escalante acts as a splash of color in an otherwise colorless city decorated with contemporary street art by local and international graffiti artists, including Costa Rican rising graffiti star Mush, whose intricate lettering and psychedelic designs are visible throughout San Jose, ever-changing works of art, each conveying their own unique message, which can sometimes be a poignant critique on today's society. Get a closer look with an urban art walking tour— visit galleries, walk through town spotting murals, graffiti, and other public art pieces. Local guides are on hand to give you the inside track on significant pieces and the artists behind them. I've put a link to my favorite walking tour in the notes for you. Ready for a little thirst quenching? Good! Soak up the sun in the garden at Jardin de Lolita and order one of many insanely good local artisanal beers. There's also a food court if you're peckish – the sushi here is great – and friendly artisanal stores selling locally designed clothes and art. The restaurants in Barrio Escalante offer a diverse selection of food and contemporary cuisine, but you will still find that most of them offer some kind of spin on the country's signature dish, gallo pinto. Each restaurant boasts a different international option, and it's cooked expertly. While you can get a pretty good deal at one of the various solas, the name given to restaurants serving local dishes, there are places in Bar Escalante that are taking the dish and elevating this Costa Rican classic to a whole new level. You can decide whether that's a good thing or not. It's best to walk down these charming streets lined with trees and restaurants and go with what you're craving that day. Because it's all good. It can be quite enchanting at dusk when the light paints the streets with a golden hue. Barrio Escalante, in the summertime, is filled with beautiful people and a happening vibe. This is the place that'll make you fall in love with San Jose. Feel the cool breeze on your face and forget the busyness of the city. Maybe you stumble upon or into Parque Francia, a cute city park with fountain and patches of lush grassy areas to kick back and read a book watch the clouds, or carry on trying out the city's many local craft beers. The craft beer scene has exploded in Costa Rica in recent years. And why not? We do love a nice cold beer after a hard day's work. There's numerous family-run breweries throughout the country that are worth a visit. We will dive into these and the emerging artisanal beer scene in more detail in our Costa Rica Eat Here episode. But since we're already in San Jose, Book a craft beer tour to discover the history and rise of the craft beer scene in Costa Rica, sampling the various ales, stouts, and fruity beers as you go. For more fun, explore the neighborhood of San Pedro. It's home to the prestigious University of Costa Rica. By day, this college town seems innocent enough and it's nice to walk through the park, around the university, but its standout destination Calle de la Amargura translates to Bitterness Street. It refers to the temptations that might distract you as you walk up the street towards the university. At night, it becomes a blur of bars and discotheques. Reggaeton and salsa music is blaring out of each bar and club like they're competing. My speakers are louder than yours, and they all have some kind of all-night happy hour special. In the morning, you'll really understand why it has that name. If you're looking for a little more variety of bars and music, head to La California, better known as La Cali, a favorite hangout for a lot of locals. When we talk about La Cali, we're usually referring to the main strip of bars in the neighborhood. Just a five-minute walk from Parque Nacional, this vibrant street sits between downtown and Barrio Escalante. La Cali has rows of bars and restaurants and clubs. In any one of these places, you'll hear a different genre of music. From dance hall to hip-hop to 80s new wave. From The Cure to Beanie Man, my tip is to walk up and down the street and see which locale tickles your auditory senses and gets your feet tapping. Check out Rafa's Bar, a favorite among the locals. The owner of Rafa is a bit of a celebrity around here. Pretty much everyone in San Jose knows of Rafa's Bar, and definitely all the taxi drivers know it. Start your evening here, order a pilsing, and practice your Tico Spanish on the super-friendly regulars. Around the corner is Casa, House of Beers, where the craft beer selection will leave you dizzy and perhaps a little wobbly. Most are 7% alcohol or more. There's also a good selection of low and no booze options, for those abstaining. Friday and Saturday nights in La Cali are normally teeming with people. The legal drinking age in Costa Rica is 18. But bring ID, no matter what your age, because most places won't let you in without carding you. Now, the rock and live music scene is pretty big in San Jose. The classic rock era from England and the States were a pretty big influence on us. We love it. So if you're into live jams, there are a few great places downtown to drive into. Let's follow our ears to the London Room and Central Pub, located by Parque La Sabana, Amon Solar and El downtown, and Mundo Loco in San Pedro. All of these bars have some pretty funky local bands playing on the regular. On a good night, be prepared to get all hot and sweaty with the locals as you mush to some Tico-infused psychedelic rock or step back into the 80s with some Cure-inspired new wave. Either way, you're going to get sweaty and it's going to be great. And don't worry, we'll put all these places in the notes for you so you can check their programs later.
0: Hi, everyone. Circa's recruiting new concierges. A Circa concierge is a friend to ask, Anywhere in the world, real people on the ground, never bots. If you want to be a concierge for your city, go to circatravel.com to sign up. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com.
1: We're a country blessed with fertile volcanic soils and many different subtropical microclimates, so the growing conditions and produce in Costa Rica is eye poppingly good. There are several farmers' markets, or Feria Verdes in Spanish, in San Jose. As you'll discover for yourself, these ferias are more than just markets, they're a deep rooted Costa Rican tradition and a great way to experience the country's agricultural roots. Watch farmers arriving at the crack of dawn with ox carts full of whatever it is they're selling that day. It could be full of vegetables, fruits, textiles, cheeses, souvenirs, you name it. They're also a great way of discovering new and exotic fruits and vegetables, like the native guanabana fruit, known as soursop in other parts of the world. It's sweet like a pear, packed with nutrients and makes a deliciously refreshing smoothie. It's definitely worth visiting other farmers markets in neighboring barrios like Heredia, a 20 minute drive from the city. Head east for a little over an hour and a half to see the province of Cartago and visit the markets in Turrialba, where they make the delicious Turrialba cheese for a real farmer's farmers market. My personal favorite is Barrio Escalante's eco-friendly Feria Verde de Aranjuez, one of the more popular markets in San Jose. Head there on Saturdays from 7.30 until 1 for a wonderful mashup of art, live music, yoga classes, organic produce, and amazing food stalls with amazing organic and vegan options. Check out the incredible selection of organic teas and jams and don't forget to take your bag for a life. urban parks. We're going to be traveling through many of Costa Rica's world-class UNESCO-protected natural parks in our other episodes, so for now, I'll outline the capital city's best urban ones. They offer a great chance to savor some on-the-go escapism from the minute you touch down here. Downtown San Jose is blessed with a generous number of green spaces. Some of them are big enough to hold day festivals like Parque Nacional, and others are smaller, like Parque Francia, which forms the middle of a quiet roundabout in a residential area. Arguably the most important is Parque Metropolitano La Sabana. The land, which is around 70 kilometers squared, started out as a gift from a priest for the benefit of the people of Costa Rica, and has developed into just that, a place of recreation for today's Costa Ricans. In 2001, its significance was made official when the park was classed as a National Architectural Heritage Site. This city airport turned into a park in 1977 and boasts a man-made lake, a running track, sports fields, a gym, and even a shooting range. It also holds our national stadium and the Costa Rican Art Museum or Museo del Arte Costarricense, situated in the old airport terminal building. The museum is free But catching a game of football or a concert at the National Stadium is always an experience for the atmosphere alone. We've linked you to the stadium's event schedule in the notes, but book ahead! Performances and games sell out fast. Parque Central is more of a plaza than a park. Its cobblestone paths and concrete benches make it a great place to rest your legs after a long day of walking through the city. Take a minute to people watch. You'll spy students meeting up after school for giggles and gossip, ancient abuelas hand-feeding the pigeons, businessmen and women scurrying to their next meeting, and toddlers running about trying to catch one of the pigeons that are being fed. The bandstand in the center provides cover from the rain on those wet afternoons in Chepe, and a little splash of the fountain water on the back of your neck provides sweet respite from the sun's rays. By the way, in summer, Temperatures in the city can reach up to around 90 degrees, so building a little shaded time out into your busy city schedule is no bad thing. Across the road stands Catedral Metropolitana. Built in 1827, it has been restored a number of times because of earthquake damage. Inside. Beautiful stained glass windows each tell their own story, made even more dramatic by the sound of the pipe organ reverberating through this solemn place of worship. There are regular daily masses and confession times. I've linked you to their website to see what they are. Parque is for the lovers. A dramatic statement, but once you step inside it, you'll understand why. Green grass and trumpet trees surround the centerpiece of this romantic park, the Temple of Music, Templo de la Musica. Inspired by the Temple of Love in the Palace of Versailles, this bandstand, gazebo, pavilion was the stage for orchestras and high society events in the past century. Today, it's the location of a multitude of cultural events and festivals showcasing homegrown talent and a place for local artists to sell their wares. I also need to point you to the grand pair of bronze angel wings, made just for you at the base of the park. They make a pretty cool photo. San Jose with kids San Jose isn't just a playground for adults. There is plenty to see and do for the whole family. Family life is a big part of community and culture in Costa Rica, and it's not unusual to have three generations living under one roof. Grandparents are our first choice for babysitting, and there's never a shortage of cousins growing up around you to hang out with. As a result, Costa Rica offers an endless list of activities for families with kids of all ages. Perched on top of a hill, just 15-minute walk from San Jose Central Market, is the Centro Costarricense de Ciencia y Cultura, CCCC, Costa Rican Center for Science and Culture. This is where you will find the Children's Museum, Museo de los Niños. This building looks imposing, and so it should. It was the central prison until 1979, however the building has been given a makeover with a cream colored paint job that has really helped with the whole grey scary jail vibe thing. That said, there is a section of the prison they've kept where you're able to enter and lock the whole family up and run away. The Children's Museum is the only interactive museum in Costa Rica and it's a blast for kids. There's 40 interactive rooms with changing themes like space, history, music, and dinosaurs which will give kiddos loads of mental stimuli without them even realizing. They're open every day of the week at 8.30am till 4pm, opening a little later on Saturday and Sunday. Entry to the museum and prison is a steal at less than 5 US dollars. Obviously the parks that we covered earlier are a great place to wear out the little ones, Parque Central is fun for chasing pigeons and Parque Metropolitano La Sabana gives you plenty of beautiful grassy areas to run around in. For families, another place to check out is the malls. I know, this might sound weird that I'm recommending you to head to a mall on your Costa Rican adventure, but bear with me. The malls here are more like amusement parks, with world-class rides and roller coasters that'll have the kids doing backflips. And maybe you as well. Two districts with malls worth the trip are Erelia, in the north of the city, and Descazú, to the west. Head to Paso de las Flores, in Erelia. On a good day, it's about 30 minutes drive from downtown San Jose, but worth it. This giant mall contains arcade-style areas and virtual reality games and even a trampoline park where kids and adults alike can jump to their heart's content. For less than $15, you can spend 3 hours in the Jump Center and climb walls, battle like a gladiator above a foam pit and fly like Michael Jordan in the Dunk Zone. It also has pinball trampolines, a dodgeball section, Olympic trampolines for the advanced, a separate kid's zone, and more. It's a fun day out for the whole family. Parque de diversiones is an amusement park that donates its profits to the National Children's Hospital, located a few blocks away. Their motto is healthy children help sick children. For that alone, it's worth visiting, but it does contain some pretty cool roller coasters and rides for both adults and children. Pack a towel or change of clothes because you might get wet. You can also take a day trip outside of the city to ditch the concrete jungle for the actual jungle. Impressive waterfalls amid the thick, dense forests and colossal volcanoes are less than two-hour drive from the city. There are plenty of ways to get to the popular locations like Irasú Volcano or La Paz Waterfall Gardens. Take a tour and be picked up, guided, and dropped back off or do it at your own pace and get there by car or bus. Whichever way you choose, breathtaking sights are never too far away. Park hours vary, and don't always believe what the hours posted on their websites or social media. They can be a little unreliable, so it's best to call ahead. By the way, there is so much for kids and families to do across Costa Rica, that we've dedicated a whole episode to it in this guide. Find this and other episodes in the Circa app. Let's be honest, when you plan your trip to Costa Rica, the city of San Jose is on the top of most people's must-visit list. It's a layover, a necessary connection to your next location in Costa Rica. I hope you see now that it's so much more than that. This young city is coming of age. It's moving with times, forming its own identity, becoming the cool kid while remaining respectful to the traditions and history that shaped it. Variety is the spice of life and it's variety that sets San Jose apart from the rest of Costa Rica. There's something for everyone here, so enjoy it. And I promise that the people of San Jose aren't as unfriendly as they seem at first. They're just watching for holes in the pavement. Now that we've got you accustomed to the capital, check out the other Costa Rica episodes in this guide to help you completely fall in love with this country. We'll be looking at the Costa Rican food scene, how to adventure right, and how to do it with kids. If you haven't already, subscribe to Circa to get instant access to the full guide, plus new episodes on a regular basis, where you can also get pictures and maps and notes on all the wonderful places mentioned here plus so much more circa love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it